Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen, and you're watching and listening to The Brett Keen Show. I hope you're all having a blessed day out there. Recently, Sam Harris was exposed once again. He's been exposed quite a few times in the last two years. He's been getting on people's podcasts and having discussions and arguments and debates with people. And he's been getting absolutely annihilated. Now, if most of you remember, Sam Harris is like one of the last of the what they call the four horsemen of the big intellectual champions of atheism. He's the last. Richard Dawkins too old. Christopher Hitchens is dead. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson ran off like a puss. Lawrence Cross has been absolutely embarrassed with his whole concept. The universe came from nothingness, and there's nothing outside of these invisible barriers of the universe. Well, Sam Harris, his big argument was he stole and plagiarized a lot of his arguments from Christopher Hitchens. And those arguments were usually about... Um, why is God so mean? Why is God so tyrannical in the Bible? That kind of crap. And what's interesting is whenever Sam Harris was challenged on his own morality, whenever he had to defend his own viewpoint on how morality should work, this is where he absolutely fails. <laughs> he went on a podcast with a popular YouTuber by the name Bertrand Russell, okay? I don't know how many of you out there watch him, but he's like a million subscribers, and the guy's extremely popular, and he's, uh, he's his own man. He's got his own ideas, and he's very liberal, but he's one of the few liberals out there that I can actually stomach. So what he does is he questions Sam Harris. He says, Sam, you claim that you care about science. You claim to care about facts and evidence and the truth. And he goes, do you think these big pharma companies, for all of the lies they've told and all the deaths and all the genocide that has happened due to uh, pharma making these bad choices involving medication, vaccines, and all this that have killed all these people, how do you feel about it? Um, do you think there should be consequences? And Sam Harris, one, tried to justify the genocide. He tried to defend the killing. And he said that science should just be left alone and that there should be no consequences. So if some scientist out there makes a mistake or the medical community makes a mistake and they kill a bunch of people, his thought process is, well, it's science, so they should be left alone. It's interesting because if you were to ask him if it would be okay for an advanced superior being that created the universe, if that thing decided it wanted to destroy a bunch of stuff or kill a bunch of people randomly, um, he would act like he's totally offended. He would, oh my, you know, oh goodness, you know, ooh, and he would cry and he would babble on for two hours in his discussions about how mean God is. If God were to do something like that, but for him, science is his God, and he's a cult worshiper. He's a part of a death cult, which is called atheism. And he's like, ah, you know, if science kills a bunch of people, if science invents a bunch of nuclear weapons or arsenal that ends up killing humanity or some kind of a biological plague is let loose on mankind due to science and, you know, some uh, nutcase uh, doing that, I mean, what do you do? Uh, he believes that people like this should be able to be rich, that they should prosper, that capital capitalism should work for them. 
he doesn't want anybody to look in on science. He doesn't like it when people question anything having to do with science or the choices that scientists make. Well, isn't that the problem? I mean, most of us, we've seen all the movies, right? It's always some kind of scientist who does something ignorant, and then you end up turning a guy green, and then you have all kinds of problems. It's always the scientists who create the actual biological weapons. They create destructive equipment, the kind of stuff that's used on people in war. Uh, speaking of war, we're in war. Isn't that exciting? And uh, all that equipment that you see, all that technology that is used to kill people, um, all these biological weapons that dictators have used throughout time on people, that was invented by science. And Sam Harris loves his science god so much, he doesn't think that people like this should be held responsible. They shouldn't have consequences. They're just trying to progress humanity. I mean, what's how are you supposed to make an omelet unless you break a few eggs is his fucking attitude on it. But God's mean, you know. So Sam Harris has been looking like a, a hypocrite. He's been looking like a psychopath. Um, he definitely is not a part of his own moral landscape. Um, to him, it's okay to kill and destroy things. It just depends on who's doing it. That's his philosophy. So Sam Harris looks like a real puddle of trash right now. Speaking of puddles of trash, Matt Dillahunty's been getting his ass stomped pretty good, too. Not just by Christians, but also by Muslims. Um, he refuses to debate uh, Jordan Peterson again. Um, as many of you know, he went on the, uh, what is it called? He ended up getting his ass spanked by uh, Dinesh D'Souza, over gender and trans stuff. Apparently, Matt Dillahunty's going along with the whole woke nonsense and crap. Of course he is. Then he decided to argue with a Muslim. And I wouldn't call it a debate. Uh, what Matt Dillahunty does is whenever he's people are debating him and they bring up points that he can't defeat, he will call them an effing liar and he'll start cussing them out and he'll throw this ball-headed Mr. Potato Head tantrum that he does. They even have a meme about him. They call it the Dillahunty Dodge. And what that means is whenever Dillahunty finds himself with his back up against a corner like a rabid animal caught in a cage, he'll start cussing and screaming at you and acting like the, the loser that we all know that he is. So he's had his ass stomped by Dinesh. A Muslim ended up beating the hell out of him called the Muslim Metaphysician. He then goes on to dealing with Prince with Aquinas, or Aquinas, or however you pronounce that. He also goes on to debating this guy on a show called, I believe, The the point or something it's a theologian that he's having a debate with and he ends up getting his ass whipped and you know what's funny is matt dillahunty got everything that he could possibly want in every debate every discussion he's always been able to control everything I remember I've called over 10 times to the atheist experience and every single time matt dillahunty has hung up on people 
who end up winning in the debate or the discussion. And whenever it comes to me, he likes to cuss me out, yell at me whenever I'm speaking calmly. Would you like some proof? Of course you would. I have plenty of videos on my YouTube channel where you can hear me having a discussion. And Matt Dillahunty's always made it to where there's five other atheists in the conversation. He can't ever have a debate with me alone. It can't ever be by itself. And the only way he'll go out and debate in public is if it's on his turf, one. And number two, they have to debate about what he wants to debate about. So Matt Dillahunty's never put himself in a position where he has to defend atheism or his worldview or his naturalistic idea on how the universe, God here, or consciousness or sentience. It's always he gets to attack the Bible or the theists that he's talking to, and then they find themselves in a position where they got to defend themselves the whole time. And then whenever they question him, if they do get some questions and he does the Dillahunty Dodge where he says, it's your job to try to convince me. It's your job. See, Dillahunty, as long as he's been around, he still hasn't figured out that he is making a positive assertion on his claim. Although atheists don't believe in God, they do believe that the universe came here by natural forces okay they believe that the earth and life itself exists because of blind random natural forces that's their claim that's a positive claim but they don't want to defend it they don't want to prove that they're right they don't want to give any kind of intellectual honesty or evidence that things got here naturally they don't have to defend God. They don't have to defend aliens, even though many of them claim that they think that aliens actually got this the ball rolling. But they do have to defend that whole naturalistic worldview that they claim to have. And they don't want to do that, obviously. It's called intellectual dishonesty. They'll tell you, well, you got to convince me. You have the burden of proof. No, you have the burden of proof as well. You don't have to prove or defend the concept of God, but you do have to prove that things got here naturally, that the laws of the universe are actual from the origin of a natural point. And that's impossible, ladies and gentlemen, and the atheists know that because the universe didn't always have laws to begin with. Since the universe had a beginning, that means that there was a point in existence where laws did not exist. Gravity, as you know it, every material physical thing in the universe did not exist. Therefore, there were no laws to be able to dictate. So to try to give a natural origin to something that didn't even have nature included fucking destroys these idiots. And that's the reason why they want to control things. And if you're going to try to control a debate, if you're going to attempt to tell people they can't discuss this, this, or that, that they only get to argue for themselves, their only concept of God, but nothing else, then you're basically saying you're not really wanting answers. You're not really wanting to get anywhere. You just want to put somebody in a mind trap where you can slap them around and look like you're smart at the end of that. That's not intellectual. That's not intelligent. That's just simply being dishonest. And then, of course, ending it with screaming at people and yelling at people. 
So there's over 10 debates that Matt Dillahunty has had, and every single one of them he's had his ass whooped. But of course the atheist community out there completely is cool with this. If an atheist goes off to fucking hinges and starts cussing people out and yelling at people and calling names and all that, the atheist community consider that a win for them. If they can make you feel like shit or they can uh, basically scrape their way out of a debate or cause the other person to say, all right, enough of this shit, then to them, that's, that's a win. It's like a child. It's like a child who continues to aggravate their parents for a fucking ding-dong or a candy bar at the store, and the parent finally says, fuck it, okay, fine, here's your candy bar. There's nothing intellectual about it. A five-year-old's capable of such fucking bullshit. You see what I mean, ladies and gentlemen? Well, I hope you enjoyed the video. I've been noticing more and more atheists are turning theistic anyway. A majority of people on the internet are starting to realize the validity and the credentials of the concept of God. Not everybody's going out to sign up for a religion or whatever, but that's fine. At least they're open-hearted and open-minded. There's literally a handful of atheists at this point that anybody even bothers to waste their fucking time on or even waste breath on. So it's it's coming down, and I expect nothing in the future from Mr. Potato Head, and I'm talking about Matt Dillahunty. He's just too full of himself. He's too narcissistic. He's an asshole who's never accomplished or achieved anything in this world. He's not done anything that's contributed to science, philosophy, or anything. All he is is a guy who says, nope, 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 I don't believe that. So what, what you believe? Who gives a shit if you don't believe it? Can you provide any evidence or the alternative? You can't. All right, ladies and gentlemen, God bless.